Burlesque moms have it all. Careers, family, and that glamorous showgirl lifestyle. Okay, maybe it isn't always glamorous, but it's a lot of fun. And as a working mom, grown-up fun is not always easy to find. These are the adventures of four fabulous friends who just happen to be burlesque moms. Aloha, and welcome to Burlesque Moms, an entertaining and informative peek behind the curtain, below the bar, and into the laundry basket. We are your hosts, Cabaret and Cocktails. I am Lily Olay, Maui's tropical burlesque princess, and with me, as always, are Bourbon Lane. Aloha, hola. I am Bourbon Lane, a warm shot of burlesque whiskey. Miss F-Bomb. I miss F-Bomb, the hottest weapon in the burlesque arsenal. And Sadie Vine. And I'm Sadie Vine, the divine double diva of Maui Burlesque. We are so glad you're here with us today, and we hope you are partaking in a tasty cocktail like us. Tonight, I'm drinking my tried and true box wine with two ice cubes because it is so hot right now here on Maui. F-Bomb, what you drinking? I am drinking a fabulous cocktail made by the lovely Sadie Vine, which I will have her tell you all about. So I made a pitcher of strawberry mojitos, and I have taken all the appropriate pictures so that I can write a blog post about it because it's it's kind of epic. We made it. I made it last night for um, a birthday party for my husband, and then I made them again today because they were really really good. And strawberries are like totally happening right now they were all really good so it's strawberry syrup simple syrup i made strawberry simple syrup lime juice mint leaves and then rum and you muddle it all together and then pour it over ice and add some club soda so lovely strawberry mojito and watch the blog because i will be (laughs) blogging about this at some point (laughs) very refreshing it is a very refreshing cocktail i might have to have another one after i finish my glass of wine all right so here we are Oh, gosh, bourbon, what are you drinking? I'm drinking, I have a, the last episode I mentioned that I was drinking this ranch water in a can. And so I decided this time that I would actually make traditional ranch water, which is tequila and Topo Chico and lime. And it is high octane, but very refreshing and delicious. <laughs> nice. Very nice. All right. So we all have our drinks in hand. Our topic today, one of my favorite topics, our favorite live performances. So we're talking not our favorite live performances, but performances we have seen live, correct? Sadie Vine, you want to talk about who you love first? Oh, that's going to be a hard one. So I think um, I have have two that I'm going to talk about that I've seen in person. So the first one, I think it's my favorite live performance I've ever seen was Bambi the Mermaid. Mm. Bambi the Mermaid was at Hawaii Burlesque Fest several years ago. I mean, we had, that was a good year for four, five or something. Yeah. Way longer than that ago. It was a long time ago, but she did. So it was really funny because we also saw it in dress rehearsal. It was in the dress rehearsal of our show and it made no sense 
in dress rehearsal. N- not most, most burlesque performances make no sense in dress rehearsal because people don't wear, do full costume. Mm-hmm. So they're mostly figuring out the stage and, you know, figuring out the lighting and the tech stuff. So they're not really practicing their costume because they know their costume. So they're, they're not practicing that part. So they're in whatever, you know, workout wear or whatever and they're miming the costume reveal which totally <laughs> makes absolutely no sense you're watching it in dress rehearsal and like I don't know what this is it's kind of odd she looks really sad I don't get it but then in person once she has the costume on it was the most amazing thing so she's wearing a lobster costume and I forget what was it? Oh, what was the song all of me. Yeah. Take all of me. And she's got these, like, she's just sat at the sad expression on her face the whole time. She's got these rhinestone tears going down her face as she rips herself apart to like feed to you. Like you're eating the lobster and she is the lobster being torn apart. And it was just so funny. And she's got this, it ends with this like bowl of butter colored glitter that she pours all over herself. It, it was the most amazing performance I've ever seen. And I like, that is my the epitome that I strive for mm. in burlesque. We were all like crying, laughing in the aisles of the theater. It was brilliant. I think that's where I got my idea for dying chicken, where people think it's one thing, but then you're another, you know, but I think the details with Bambi the mermaid in her costume, when she pulled off her lobster claw and it was like a glove reveal, there'd be a little feather that looked like the meat of the lot. Like it was all those details. I wonder how many times she's performed that at Coney Island. Cause isn't Bambi the mermaid, like the queen of the Coney Island burlesque scene in New York. I believe she, she does. Yes. Head. Like she's this, she spearheads the scene out there. Uh, I would also like to mention that the woman back then was in her 50s, just kicking ass. Uh, Which makes you realize that burlesque is ageless. Mm -hmm. Like you don't have to, like, there is no time. Like your performances can just grow with you. That was pretty phenomenal. And she doesn't really dance. Did she really even leave that little set? I don't think so. I mean, the costume was super elaborate. To make the costume work, it was super elaborate to get it to look like a lobster and to get it to come off and let make it look sexy. I mean, the costume was impressive. Was she a, like an evening dress? I feel like nice. she wasn't like a lobster, like a, a red lobster, like mascot. No, she was. was. Yeah, she was. She oh. had the claws and it was like over fishnet. So she had fishnet. So okay. her legs were legs, but she had like a, like it was full on lobster and the costume was elaborate, but she didn't do like, it wasn't this huge fabulous dance routine no it was a lot of acting it was Mm -hmm. acting heavy and it was impressive and the costume was just amazing how it worked and how like how it all came together and then like like you said the details the details of the lobster meat attached to the claws and she breaks the claw off I mean it was so amazing to watch that it was like yeah utter perfection and that is what Mm -hmm. I strive for when I create a burlesque routine well, she's definitely done that number like a hundred plus times, like what we've talked about. On our it, it was phenomenal. Yeah. Well, who's your, who's your second one? Um, so my second one was uh, Medea Noche live. I saw her oh, live at. I know we're so jealous. Screw <laughs> <laughs> you, Sadie. I saw her live at um, Bathtub Gin in New York. And like, I was, I, it was kind of funny because we were sitting there. It was for brunch. We saw her. No, it was. It was, oh gosh, I don't remember. I think it was because we, we went twice. We went twice to bathtub gin while we were there. We went once, went once for Sunday brunch and once for dinner. And she was the bathtub number. So she was the final act and she did the bathtub number. And like, we were there early having our drinks and, and our dinner. And I saw her come in in her muggle form, like, 
and I stalked her like I was watching her I'm like oh my god that's her I'm like I know it is it doesn't look anything like her but it's her and I sat her and she sat down with some other people and I'm like taking pictures from across the room I'm like oh my god it's her and I'm like this fangirling in my chair about the whole thing and then she goes to the back and she changes and she comes out and she's just fabulous and it's the most fabulous number and I mean I've loved her for a while since basically I think since, since she won Miss Exotic World was when I found out about her but just following her on Instagram she is amazing and just gorgeous and it was an amazing performance and it's and it it is you know it's one of those where if it wasn't live, it probably wouldn't be that exciting, but being there in person and watching it because you get those interactions with, with the audience and, and the way that the, the facility, you know, the, the venue is set up, she's walking throughout the people and she's in the bathtub and it was just so amazing. So amazing. Yeah. That was really, when you posted your picture of you in the bathtub, <laughs> I was very jealous. Um, I was trying to think about my, I mean, Redbone, Redbone. Yeah. It was when we were able to have Redbone as our headliner was amazing. And she didn't get to do her Yoohoo number because it was too expensive to send her prop. So she brought in her classic number. But then I don't know, do what is she called? The one with her boyfriend, where she Boom. steals the boyfriend. Boom. Is Boom. it like her break dancing number? It's called Boom, I think. It's Boom. Mm-hmm. She just her her acting, her dance technique, those breakaway pants. And I remember her being backstage and just being like, wow, her skin is just perfect. Like <laughs> everything about her. And she was so kind and she was so awesome. So that's definitely one that was amazing and that yeah. one I mean that was the one that was the show where I was in the audience for yeah that one. I didn't I wasn't in the, yeah so I produced that one I was up in the, in the booth watching that one and that I mean there's there's some moments in theater where like the whole crowd is energized and it happens in burlesque a lot like the and the a big part of burlesque is the energy you get from the audience and that was definitely one where like afterwards it was a true standing ovation you get a lot of in Maui theater there's a standing ovation for every show it's kind of lost its meaning because people will stand at the end of just every show and this one was a true standing ovation yeah everybody and it wasn't the end of the show it was the end of the first act and everybody was up on their feet just gaga over Redbone for this mm-hmm. number. It was like Maui Theater had never seen it before. No. It was definitely a highlight for Maui Theater that Redbone came and did this number and just blew everybody away. Oh, so beautiful burlesque. <laughs> the, the audience involvement. Mm-hmm. Um, she really did a fantastic job. That was one of my favorite numbers that we had at that show or at any of our Maui shows. She was just so energetic and so energizing for everyone in the audience. That was yeah. her killer. vibe. Is so good. And it was another one that was like, it was really good acting. She's mm-hmm. telling a really good story and you could follow along. You yeah. think everybody knows exactly what's mm-hmm. happening with her story as it goes along. And it was amazing. My, um, so because I wasn't in that one, my family came to that show. It was one where like <laughs> my whole family came to the show because I wasn't in it. And my uncle, every time I tell him about another show, he's like, well, is Redbone going to be in it? And I'm like, no, it's like, I'm not coming. And I'm like telling him about what Chicago or cabaret, we're doing cabaret. And blah, blah. Is Redbone going to be in it? <laughs> no, no, Red, Redbone's not going to be in it. Like, well, I'm not coming if Redbone's not in it. Redbone, the hurricane or the cyclone? cyclone. The cyclone. The cyclone of Burlesque. So I love, I mean, in that same, I think it was even that same show. I mean, I, I love our Hawaii pinup star, Violetta Beretta. 
And, and I think what Violetta Beretta does for Hawaii and putting together the Hawaii burlesque scene, what she's done for us, and then how innovative all of her numbers have been. I mean, right Her after- nine to five number is my favorite. Exactly. Her nine to five number, and especially since the theater had just done nine to five, was really awesome. Like, I mean, I don't want to give away her gimmick because it's definitely, if you can ever find Violetta Beretta performing, you got to check it out. But her nine to five giving classic Dolly Parton typewriter vibes. Um, someone that I haven't seen perform live, but I would love to is my favorite burlesque performer, Jezebel Express. And I fell in love with her from that movie, Getting Naked, that you can find on Amazon and iTunes. And she talks, she does, I took her fan dancing class at BurleyCon. And just her confidence. And I fangirled out when I saw her in the hallway, <laughs> walking to one of the shows at but I would love, I haven't seen her perform live. I've seen clips online, but I'd love to see her perform live. I took her other class at Burley Con. It was like what to do when things fall apart. And it was great because it was Sunday morning. Like it was the second class on Sunday morning. And she's just like, let's all just sit down because this is, <laughs> so we kind of all like we're sitting in the ballroom on the ground lying down and she talked to her and it was a really, really good class. It was definitely one of my favorite classes that I took, but mm-hmm. she was awesome. And yeah. I, I didn't know of, of her before. Mm-hmm. I, I hadn't, I hadn't seen that until we watched it for your birthday this year, but so I didn't know who she was. I, and I think we had met her at one of the parties before. So I'd seen her there. And then you, I think you explained it, but she was awesome. I loved her class. She had such a great class. And, and actually she's right now, she's working on getting her own like old school schooly bus renovated. And she'll be a classic traveling showgirl, almost like the 1920s circus routes. Like, but if you can find her on Instagram, Jezebel Express and like follow, she does online classes and she's a beautiful, curvy, fabulous woman that helps you uh, learn to love yourself. And I think that's a very important thing with her burlesque. So, and, and it was one of the first people I really, really fangirled out <laughs> stopped her in the hallway. F-bomb, you've seen a lot of performances. Who you like? Well, <laughs> since y'all stole most of my performers, I'm going to <laughs> mention one that we actually saw at BurleyCon a couple years ago in a peer review panel and it was bunny wiggle bottom doing a chris farley number oh yes and she started as the motivational speaker from the van down by the river and ended in the chippendales tryouts i forgot about that one that was so good it was it was so good just freaking everything it was funny it was sexy. It threw you all the curveballs. It was fantastic. I mean, I also loved the numbers previously mentioned by these lovely ladies. I also have to give a throw out to our uh, Oahu girls. One of my favorite numbers I think that I've seen at uh, the Hawaii Burlesque Festival was Chi Chi Roni's doing the puking. <laughs> Yeah, I believe that it had initially been planned as like a like a like a snot number. So she would remove things because she was like ill and like snotty and like wiping her nose and taking her gloves off because she got snot. But then since we went with this C sort Mm -hmm. of themed show, she switched it to her getting sick 
on her clothing items and removing them. Also, I got to give a shout out to Madam X because she's such a phenomenal dancer mm-hmm. and stage performer in general and just a kick-ass person. What a sweetheart. You want somebody backstage to always have your back and just be a cheerleader. Kayla is fantastic. And could also be a bouncer if you needed it. Legit. She could kick <laughs> some serious ass. Um, <laughs> and then the organizer of Hawaii uh, Burlesque Festival, Violetta Breda, and she has performed on the island of Maui many, many times. Again, kick-ass human, phenomenal performer, really punches the characters. Mm-hmm. I mean, the every number she's done on this island has just left such an impression. I even oh, hired her, sexy. her over. over. Yeah. Her, yeah, her sexy number. Oh my God. Oh, that was yeah. fabulous. Oh my God. With the boy balls. Yeah, with, with the, the freaking yes. mullet the and mullet. a banana and some light up po- toy yeah. balls and some stretchy pants. Well, she did that Stranger Things number two where she had the egos <laughs> and was walking through the audience. Like she's had some wonderful. And what about her sidekick or uh, Hunter Downs? Mm-hmm. Hunter Down, also killer performances. I mean, we've got some major talent out here on our remote little island chain. I mean, Violetta is Dolly Parton nine to five. That's just kick ass. Does she even take anything off? Not in that part of it. No, later, later, later. later. But I mean, like Violetta's got such an awesome stage presence. I even hired her for Maker Howell's bachelor party. (laughs) Flew her out here. She did a number. I wasn't even there for it. She did a balloon pop number. I'm still finding confetti in the living room. (laughs) Uh, And then she also did a number as like an old auntie and did a poi ball routine the poi balls had been her hangy boobs that come out and then she like flew them around the (laughs) she's just awesome she can punch a character like nobody since we're talking about the wahoo girls remember when chichi rose they did the girls from kalihi (laughs) chichi ronis and foxy Knox, and yeah and they just got in one little scrap kind at the oh that was it the straight titter number the straight titter number um and then for boy less Adam oh, Apple. Oh. Is that Adam Apple that did Man Eater? Sadie's, yes. Sadie's Man got Eater a mad the crush. second year. Yes. But the first year it was uh it's like I forget what the name of the song is, but it was like a dark one and yet she had the he had the hat, like the top hat and the cane and yeah. Oh my god, I was like Yeah, we yeah. all got a little flustered. I got a little flustered. And no, what's funny is that that we were talking to him backstage and, and he was so quiet and kind of reserved and like, you know, it's always funny. Yes. This, this dual duality of, of performers when you get to see them backstage and they're like, usually kind of chill and, and quiet. And then you see them go on stage and it's like this kapow. And it's like, Oh my gosh, wow, so the, being able to do that is so impressive. So I'm just, yeah, I remember seeing that one and just being like, Whoa, I see that one again. <laughs> yeah. Those are good ones. Um, Bourbon, did you talk about your favorite yet? Well, I mean, we talked a little bit about everybody, but I think, I don't really think it qualifies as burlesque or even boylesque, but Ida Slapters, I, I will always love oh. just the costume and the pageantry and the glitter of Ida Slapter. Ida Slapter number though? All of them. Well, I, I mean, Girl Crush is obviously a favorite one. The Halloween show where she passed out on stage, that was awesome. Yeah. And then our Christmas covid christmas number oh my god <laughs> when we did the the wap sugar plum christmas sugar plum fairy wap was fucking hilarious yeah. and i mean particularly because i remember she was oh i don't know if i have any inspiration to do this it's just i i don't know if i could do it i don't know 
and then came back with like seven hours of footage <laughs> with their cat in the shower and like hot dogs flying at her face and just like beating up some random person in the street. So uh, good. Amazing. So, I mean, if ever we repost COVID Christmas, everybody should just buy it for that reason alone. Well, that number might just, if we do a Christmas show, just might have to play through intermission. Mm -hmm. Like, because when oh, yeah. I found that Sugar Plum Fairy WAP cover, I was like, this is an awesome cover, but it's way too dirty. <laughs> Even for us cabaret and cocktail girls, like this is too much. So Ida Slapter really oh. took that one. It's kind of sounds like we were talking about live performances, but recently live performances have been virtual performances. And so it's like, we've seen more performers posting things on Instagram before Instagram's algorithm took away and we had to do this so we can see yeah. naked people yeah. again and click the boxes. I like seeing little clips of Raquel Reed's. Mm -hmm. hmm. well, before we get into oh, that. Oh yeah, I'm out of, are yeah, we out I of, think we're out of, out of booze. Yeah, we're out of uh -huh. booze. So we yeah. should probably, let's let, we'll take a break. And go into yeah. virtual numbers yeah. we've seen and then performers we'd love to see. Okay, that sounds good. Yeah, let's get another drink. Bring me my box wine! <laughs> and now, on with the show. Thank you for your patience. I need to get some extra wine. I hope you poured yourself another drink, too. And as we were saying, we were talking about our favorite live performances, but because of COVID, there's been a lot of virtual performances or shows that have been canceled and postponed that we want to be, want to see. And um, I mean, one of my favorite performers, and I feel like we've started to get a little, maybe we're on her radar just slightly, is Raquel Reed. She was yes. out of New York for a long time and then moved to Vegas and is now performing at Absinthe, which you girls have been to Absinthe. I have. Well, um, yeah, tell us about Absinthe since you've been there. Absinthe, if you have not been, is a fantastic variety, lewd variety show. <laughs> it takes place, uh, takes place outside of Caesar's Palace in a big, big top tent. Um, the stage used to be in the round. I don't know if they're still doing that with COVID restrictions. I know they've, they've had to change their seating layout and whatnot. But you can see everything from people on roller skates to acrobats to Raquel in a gorilla suit to singing and juggling and chaos. Uh, yeah, when we went, the show was really phenomenal. There were some tap dancers. There was a little bit of everything, but I, I would highly recommend that show. Raquel is a phenomenal performer. I think, I can't remember how many shows a week they do, but she's got several uh, mainstream acts. The most notable for Absinthe would be her um, gorilla number. And what it's to nine inch nails, fuck me like an animal, right? I believe so. Yeah, yeah. it's 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 a and that gorilla epic, number epic. that's that's kind of a traditional. I mean, not traditional, but it's it's classic. It's a classic burlesque number and how she's done it. It's really cool. Um, and then and then Hazel Honeysuckle, who's another fabulous New York burlesque performer, she's the Green Fairy. And I, I've never seen the show in Vegas, but I watch a lot of TV and I'm on Instagram a lot. So I've been following Hazel Honeysuckle. What about in Vegas, Sarah, or Sadie? Um, so virtual stuff in Vegas, I, I haven't seen any, any trying to think of what I saw in Vegas. It was kind of pre-burlesque. We saw zombie mm. burlesque in Vegas when I got married, which I really enjoyed parts of it as a whole. Wasn't as, as fabulous as I was hoping, but there were some really, really cool parts to it that I would really like to do 
or something like it that, that I really enjoyed. I've seen, you know, just topless, topless showgirls, but that seems very different from burlesque. Um, I haven't seen Absinthe, but I did see, what was the one? I think Zumanity. Oh. I saw Zumanity, which is a good one. That one has a really good one that I think you should do, the Scotch Baggies. It's a, it's kind of a comedy duo. It's a woman and a man, and and she's got basically she she creates a wine bra, but for scotch, but out of Ziploc baggies, and oh she has gosh. scotch baggies. Um, okay, scotch so we have virtual stuff. genius, yeah, virtual or or who we want to see, who I'd like to see, yeah, yeah. who would you like to see that you haven't oh ever gosh. seen? Well, I I. You know, when we went to, to New York, we weren't able to go to Dwayne Park. Mm-hmm. Uh, the timing didn't work out. They had a private show. And then, like, the, the timing for, for how we did Bathroom Gin didn't work out. Oh, Peekaboo Point. How did you forget for Peekaboo Well, <laughs> that was definitely, yeah. She see her again. Yeah. Take class from her again. She did some great classes. I really loved her classes yes. that she did on Oahu. Um, and her numbers that she did were were outstanding. I'd love to see her again. I didn't see her when we were in. I mean, that's the thing is I feel like we were in New York for a week and it was not enough time to see everything mm. I wanted to see. We went and saw Hamilton and we went and saw, we went to Bathtub Gin a couple of times. We went out to dinner and ate a lot of really good stuff. But I feel like I still needed another week to see everything else that I wanted to mm-hmm. see. There's so many amazing perform- performers that I'd like to see. Yeah. Think of those virtual videos she did where she did that stop motion. Yeah, the stop motion stuff she was putting on Instagram She's was so super cool. Really creative. Um, I would love to see Dirty Martini. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. You know, like she's a classic name. She's right up there with Bambi the Mermaid. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I, would love I think her. I'd like to see in person Frankie Fictitious. Likewise. I, yeah, I'd like to see uh, Red Rum even. I know Red Rum is more mm-hmm. like Goreless, but I... Her costumes and pageantry are just incredible. And her storyline. And I took a couple of classes from her when we were at BurleyCon. And I just love the darkness that she exudes on stage. And I would love to see some of her stuff just in person, in the moment, in those dark, seedy underworld. I would love it. I wonder what that number is that she posts where she's like rhinestoned out, but it looks like her skin's been removed. Yes. So it's just the muscles and she's wearing a suit. Like you only see little images on Instagram. So you, I wonder like, what's the song? Like, how does that act end? It's your, that's a one. Yeah. Or a Frankie Fictitious. I would love to see her do that breakaway costume where she's the lion. Mm -hmm. I want to see that. Yeah. To go from a bodysuit to panel skirts. Yeah. How do we do that? <laughs> That's such a quick. Uh. Yeah, Frankie Fictitious has a lot of really good numbers. I mean, and what she did, virtual stuff. I mean, talking about virtual stuff. Yeah. The TikTok videos that she's been doing in the last year are amazing. Mm-hmm. She's got like, she's got some really good creativity and really good timing. And the way she she does those, those TikTok transitions, those are super <gasps> cool. Chris O. Chris official. That is oh. what I showed you. Who goes on points? Yes, the boy. He's always in Switzerland dancing. He has the most fabulous feet and splits. Uh huh. Yeah. He is an incredible performer. He wears that the, bedazzled cod yes, piece, and the costumes are amazing. And I mean, it's very much on par with the kind of kitsch of. Ballet Trocadero, mm-hmm. oh. which for those of you who do not yes. know is an all male dance troupe on point. They They're came to Mali. Phenomenal. They've come a couple of times, mm-hmm. but his point technique is pretty amazing. His physicality is phenomenal. His costumes are ridiculous. 
Yeah. I would love to see yeah. this. Oh, I'd like to see uh Faggity Randy. Rad- who would like is that, his, <laughs> is that his name? Yeah, Faggity Randy. Faggity Randy. And he does that act where he like puts the champagne glass right between his butt cheeks and like <laughs> pours like that blue azale anyway at like there's just some of those numbers where you're like, I could never do that, but I love seeing someone else do it. <laughs> I'd love to see Kitten and Lou. Oh, <laughs> they've got some amazing. Oh. Well, what I'd love to see is their Christmas special. Oh, with that Jingle yeah. All the Gay. Yeah, Redbone's in it and a bunch of other people. Oh, Jingle, Jingle all, the all the Gay. I would love to see that, their Christmas that special. That Cher Donna Sinatra, she's like a clown. She's always in that. Or Cher- oh, yes. Blue. And they've won numerous burlesque Hall of Fames for like duo. Mm-hmm. And, and then wasn't Lou, she, but he, so her character, but she won boy less mm-hmm. was it was it the first female boy less performers to win the boy less i'm not sure i don't know yeah. but that was yeah she's so good when i have not had the opportunity to see medianoche but i would love to see she and the ivory fox as <gasps> the midnight foxes perform together yeah that acrobatic oh act. yeah i would love to see the two of them because they're so small like the one Medina Nutri, she's small and curvy. And then Ivory Fox is small and curvy, but has like they do the handstands. Mm -hmm. And man, they're so we're we're gonna have to go traveling. We're gonna have to do a traveling show of girls. (laughs) Well, it sounds like a business trip, quite frankly. Let's tax write off. We gotta do around the country, around the world burlesque trip just to watch everybody. That's that's a tax write-off. It's been so nice. Instagram has really allowed me to find so many more burlesque performers outside of like, you can find them and then look for stuff on YouTube, but to be able to like see, and they never really give away their gimmicks. That's always a big thing with burlesque. You never show on Instagram or you got to pay to see the reveal. So yeah, that was the see- big, that was the big annoying thing with, with that review that we got the one time that oh, gave away everything. Uh, we yeah. had one review for our our Halloween our virtual Halloween show last year where the reviewer took like 63 screenshots of our video of a 60 minute show. Yeah, you know, it was like <laughs> more than one shot a minute and posted it to Facebook and did a video of it and it's just like, well, what's there left to see if you're sharing everything? And so we basically we we got into a little bit of a fight with him and asked him to remove it and he said yeah. he would never review us again, to which we said thank you. That's good. I don't think burlesque in our little community burlesque doesn't need to be reviewed or critiqued by some man telling us how. No. And I I like that there aren't reviews especially in our Maui scene because then it's just about performing. It's not about comparing. Exactly. It's not, I mean, we are there for the audience that loves us and the people who don't. And we only do one night show anyway. You can't come back and see it. <laughs> exactly. There's no point for a review because we're doing that yeah, one-offs. It's not, yeah. it's not reviewable. But, yeah. It was just one of those because it was during COVID and there weren't live performances. He needed to review something for his TV show and decided that, and you know, he, he really enjoyed the show. He, he, was a yeah. little creepy at our at our pre-party, but he was there and he was supportive. It a lot of it came from a good place. It was just very misunderstood what we were all about. And was, you know, when once we asked and, and kind of stood up for our needs, then it kind of like blew up. I actually wasn't upset with anything he reviewed, except for when he said that we were all drunk at the pre-party. I'm like, you've never seen us drunk. You're so funny. <laughs> You're so funny. The show was already recorded. I know. But it, oh I could be what, but I think that that's one of those things that. We're here appreciating burlesque. We're not comparing 
performers to performers. It's not a talent show. It's not American Idol. It's just, and I think if you, if I started performing knowing I was going to be critiqued, that would take a lot of, of the freedom and the what I love about burlesque. Mm-hmm. I love that we're in it together. We're performing, but we're not competing against each other. Oh, definitely. Yeah, I think that's a big part of burlesque. That's that's the draw of to as a performer is is it's it's very openly creative. Mm-hmm. It's you know you can do kind of whatever you want. It's very very forgiving that way. It, it promotes creativity. It encourages you to do something different and maybe something out of your comfort zone. And it, but it also lets you create. You're not performing somebody else's beats. You didn't have to audition for someone other someone else's idea of that character. You got to bring in your own. Yes. So and it's, it's wonderfully inclusive. It is. It's very inclusive. And then, yeah, and it's, it's about, it's about just showcasing yourself and it's with the expectation that you're not being judged. That's the best thing about the burlesque audience is they're, they're on your side. They're not there to critique you. They're not there to judge you against everybody else. They're there to have a good time and, and, you know, you're there to facilitate. They want to see you succeed. They right. want to see you get to the end of your number and take your top off. Like they want to, Remember when we were on Oahu and that girl's music went out? And so the whole audience sang the teeny weeny yellow polka dot. Isn't that the song? Yep. And we sang the whole song and she danced her number to the audience singing her song. Where else can that happen except in burlesque? You know? Uh. That's special. And that's why I like burlesque more than theater, because I don't have to audition for someone else's idea of who I should be as that character. Lily Olay can be what I want to put on the stage. And then it also takes away from critiquing body types. We've talked about that in previous episodes, like all of the beautiful differences of body types, even in our group. And we all look so good. None of, I mean, we got two talls, two shorts, curvy. (laughs) We're all over the place. So I really love that about, about being on stage. (laughs) stage Right ladies. We're working on it. We're We're going to get there with a live audience. Oh man. Oh my gosh. F-bomb. Is there anyone you, I mean, or bourbon that, I mean, especially since you guys have more traveling experience than myself. Is there anywhere, is there anyone out of, oh my gosh, if we could go international. Okay. Australia, I'd have to, Rosie the Rivet. Like Miss Rosie Rivet. Yes. I I mean, I, I'd have to just give her flowers and pay homage because I've stolen so much stuff from her. You haven't stolen it. You've been inspired by her and made something your own. Highly inspired by her. She's she's on Instagram, and what she does as a uh, as a person, she does a lot of things with people with special needs. She's just a wonderful person. I mean, at least what her Instagram shows me. I'm very inspired. (laughs) (laughs) Instagram is a really neat window into who's out there. I mean, it's it's exciting. Like, I feel like when we kind of started getting into burlesque. Instagram, I wasn't using it that Me way. Me neither. So what I was exposed to was what we had on island and and what was brought to us from Oahu, which mm-hmm. that's, I mean, that's why Violetta Beretta is such an, you know, influential person. And for us is that she's what burlesque is. Yes. She's how we were introduced to burlesque and her and the, the, the cherry blossoms were 
and the shows they did on Maui that they brought to Maui and then us going to burlesque fest there that's how we learned about it and that's how mm-hmm. we got exposed to it and so being able to have that and then you know without before Instagram before we got onto Instagram was really important but having Instagram now and being able to see who's out there and what's going on because it's it's one unfortunate thing about being on Maui is that not a lot of people come through here and no. I mean they do they come here on vacation but they don't usually get a chance to perform because they're on vacation they're not here on it for a show and so so yeah it, it's Instagram has been a awesome tool for finding other performers especially when instagram made their video links longer (laughs) like when it could be a longer video on instagram i feel like that's when i started to follow more burlesque performers because i could see a little bit more of their act um we talk about like we've mentioned boylesque i don't know if people know what we're talking about when we say boylesque i mean how do we want to i mean because it's a part of burlesque and it doesn't necessarily mean you're a boy right it does boy less it's just kind of masculine more because like um, adam and or adam apple yes they would have been a boy less performer i mean yeah you can right? kind of, like, like well we consider the barbacks kind of boylesque, but they're more i mean i would think of them more as just straightforward male strippers male, like yeah yeah whereas down boy under, less thunder is, from down under right more more thunder from down under although i mean it's it's thunder from down under with a burlesque twist and that usually we give them a story they <laughs> usually they their have toes. A, yeah, usually <laughs> they have a fun story to it and and there's that part of burlesque in it is that there's the the creativity and the story to it it's not just straight striptease it's it's more but like boylesque is usually it's it's usually burlesque performed by a male Former presenting kind of as a male performer, but not not necessarily completely Who's that masculine. Tall guy, the gorgeous, 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 gorgeous boylesque, gorgeous George. Is that who is gorgeous he? boylesque? If that's his name, that's right? Name. Boy, what, gorgeous and he's boylesque. like six four. Isn't that, yeah, isn't that who it is from New York? Well, yeah. and then do we talk about your my sister? Yeah, that's doing. Is she, does she consider what her uh, other persona? Because she's a burlesque performer. I think she, she just considers to... it drag. She talks is about it. it she, drag. she does a lot of gender bendy drag. Yeah, she's it, even got a number where she's both genders. So would drag be different than boylesque? I think so. Drag is just you know presenting as the opposite sex, whereas boylesque is kind of it's kind of like. I don't even know how you know that's probably something we should figure out yeah considers himself a drag king yeah okay so yeah and I think you know Adam Apple is kind of the same it's more drag drag than than boylesque whereas but then Lou yeah that would be I mean I think it's you know it's a matter of choice I mean that's that's the wonderful thing about performing in burlesque and these types of things is you pick what you are and you pick how you present and what you call yourself and Mm -hmm. And what your tagline's gonna be yeah and I mean labels are labels and we make them and it's not like there's there's categories that you have to fit into and you can right. you can go without. But that's kind of one of the neat things about Jig Smurlow and Suave Blanc is that that it's whatever they want to be and how they yeah. want to present. Both you guys end up with great names. <laughs> Jig Smurlow. And I love that it's Jinx Merlot and Suave Blanc. I think that was, oh, that that is, was epic. Oh, that makes yeah, with the wine thing. Yeah. <laughs> well, and then with you, you have your F-bomb, but then you're also writer good. Yeah, and writing good. You know, like, yeah. I, I love that there's yeah. multiple Well, that's the thing. Yeah, you can present different types of performances in different types of ways. And so, yeah, it's... it's I, I just wonder, I'm sure there's a, somebody's got a good way to describe Boylesque. Because yeah. I have an image in my head, and I don't know if I'm describing it right, but... You know, it's 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 men off, often, but sometimes it's drag kings performing burlesque yes. in a kind of way. So, but it's 
Well, it's yeah, kind of difficult. It's difficult to define because it's it's stylized striptease with unified masculine and feminine imagery right. and movement. But I don't think there's any like definition. I don't think that right. Webster's well, has got has quite caught up with boylesque. I wonder though, as we're th- working on our new cabaret and cocktail show coming up in October, which is a noir theme. Like if I wanted to do that character that I've come up with, Detective Dick Dribble. <laughs> Is that, would that be more drag king or boylesque? Well, I think it depends on, because like, it seems like a lot of the boylesque, it's it's kind of a feminine, masculine thing. Like you're- It's so like Faggity Randy. Yeah, so you're a man, but you're, it's a, it's all often feminist, to, like yeah. approach, like it's very sparkly and, and that type of thing. But I don't know if that's required because mm-hmm. it seems like when you're just straight presenting as a man, it's more drag. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I don't. I don't know. Yeah, so I wonder: would I be a drag king okay. or a boy less? <laughs> um, I'm down a rabbit hole. rabbit hole. Well, it's a rabbit hole that caused me to drink out of my box wine. I'm gonna need another box and a new straw. So, <laughs> <laughs> oh, our yeah, our our burlesque gender ramblings. Yeah, well, I don't think we're qualified to completely explain. No, we'll have to do some yeah. more research. We need to do some research. And by that. research, yeah, like, we mean drink more. That's what yeah, I feel like yeah, the yeah. research is going to be. Drink more. I'll Google find it. the <laughs> answers at the bottom of this wine bottle. Yeah. Drink more. <laughs> That's where I find most yeah. of the answers. Well, maybe we need to do an, an interview with Jinx Merlot and Suave Blanc and, wow. and for a wonderful conversation that could go on for hours and hours with yeah. us. And it will continue to dissect. But unfortunately, like all good things, it must come to an end. And so this includes today's podcast. If you'd like to support us with a small monthly donation whoop, whoop, to help sustain future episodes and wine bottles, or maybe just to buy us another drink, you can become official Burlesque Bomb supporter by heading to anchor.fm slash Burlesque mom slash support. I am Lily Olay, Maui's tropical burlesque princess. I am Miss F Bomb, the hottest weapon in the burlesque arsenal. I am Sadie Vine, the divine double diva of Maui burlesque. And I am Bourbon Lane, a warm shot of burlesque whiskey. Thank you so much for listening. We are Cabaret and Cocktails, and this is Burlesque Moms. Well, that was another fun diversion. Now it's time to go wash the marker out of that freshly rhinestoned thong. If you like today's show, please leave us a review on iTunes. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, or burlesquemoms.com. 